1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us here today on Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. We're so happy that you're on board with us and that you're part of our Conscious Talk family. And Rob and I wanted to talk about kindness a little bit because the world, as you know, appears to be spinning out of control. And I just want all of you to understand something. There's great purpose in what is going on. And how we play our parts is that we don't go into that spin to the best of our ability. We stay kind to ourselves and to each other.
2: We know that you often hear us talk about wellness, and this is a very important part of wellness. Uh, We always talk about wholeness, being spiritual, caring for ourselves emotionally as well as physically and this is a time that's so important for all of us for our communities for our families for all of us as individuals we've always said having a spiritual rudder was the most important part of wellness in our lives and we've been discovering that this summer
1: I hope that you understand that when we talk about wholeness and wellness and spiritual, we are spirit beings in these body temples. That's what we are. And our greatest responsibility and gift to ourselves and each other is to stay above the fray the very best that you can. Otherwise, when you sink down into the mire and begin to judge and criticize everything and everybody you become part of the problem and you contribute to that energy.
2: There's always been the old concept that we've heard over the years to be the change you want to see in the world. And at this time, this is the most important thing. Let's see the world we want to see. This is a great opportunity for change. We know that what we've been doing isn't working. So hold the vision.
1: Absolutely. Hold it in your hearts and in your minds and use kindness as your rudder. And we'll be right back.
0: You're listening to an Encore presentation of Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. We're coming up this hour on Conscious Talk. So there's still so much we don't know about how our bodies work. And one thing we do know, there's a lot of communication going on from one part of our body to another. But there's a lot more to that than you can imagine. And we'll have a chat with Dr. John Leaf, author of The Secret Language of Cells. And his book will open up your eyes to a vast amount of communication at the cellular level you probably never imagined. And now we welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears.
1: And thank you, Benny, and welcome, folks, to another hour of Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. And yes, we are. We're making a difference again here today because we bring to you the very best people we know of, people that are making a positive difference in their lives and the lives of others, people that are learning, growing, they're waking up, coming on the show, teaching all of us. And on this show, we learn and grow together, one listener at a time. That listener is you.
2: Well, as we have told you many times before, uh, certain books over the 20 years that we've been doing this show jump out at us, and that's actually how we choose them, read them, uh, and then hopefully uh, get the authors on our show. Uh, Today, our special guest is Dr. John Leaf. He wrote uh, a really wonderful, very in-depth book for a lot of us called The Secret Language of Cells. It's what biological conversations tell us about the brain-body connection, the future of medicine, and life itself. Now, that sounds a lot like you know, life, death, the universe, and everything, well, you know, perhaps there's a connection there. But uh, Dr. John Leaf is a neuropsychiatrist with a Bachelor of Arts in Math from Yale and a doctorate in medicine from Harvard Medical School, but he's really been known as an innovator in several medical fields. He pioneered the creation of integrated treatment units that focus on complex patients with combined medical, psychiatric, and neurological problems. Um he directed for 25 years uh, a treatment network in new england um you know which moved forward this whole um, direction that he's gone in um, because he did a lot of clinical work in which he's been researching the question of where mind can be found in nature well that really that hooked us uh-huh. and at first his inquiry related to neuroscience and the interactions of psychiatric, neurological, and medical conditions. But then he expanded his study to include intelligence in a wide range of animals and eventually individual cells, microbes, and viruses. That's what this book is about. It's really fascinating because we have talked about the intelligence of the body. Most of us don't drill down to the cellular level. So, Dr. Leaf, welcome to Conscious Talk. I'm sorry I stumbled over a bunch of it. You have a very long intro. And a very uh, and, and impressive so many intro. Of, yeah, <laughs> and so many accomplishments that we just can't spend all the time on it.
1: So, um, I'm going to be
2: here. Thank you very much.
3: Well, yeah.
1: we're really delighted to have you. And if, as you say, the key to biological science is the conversation among cells, why is it such a big secret? Why, why isn't it known amongst doctors and scientists?
3: Well, the main reason, I think, is that science has become so complicated that it's the biochemical and genetic molecular biology and microbiology is, is if you read these articles, it, it's a foreign language. You can't make head or tail of it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the, the receptors, the genes all have 25 complicated names. And it so what I found myself doing is translating these very uh, detailed articles into English on on my website in a way that anyone could understand. And then after studying it for many years, uh, it, it became apparent to me that uh, this is how biology works. This is how uh, everything works. Um, you know, we've been taught that the definition of life is a cell that reproduces and has metabolism. But upon looking at it and analyzing it, there has to be a broader definition because realize cells are talking to each other Mm. constantly and everything is based on these conversations. So it really, the the definition of life in science has to be expanded to include uh, conversations among cells, not just the existence of cells.
1: Mm. So what are the cells talking about?
3: Well, they talk about where they should be Uh, in an organ, uh, how big they should be, uh, what they should do at a particular time of day, um, calling immune cells to infections, telling them where to go, um, telling them how to build the organ. Um, Until this science occurred, no one realized that the capillary cell actually tells these stem cells how to build organs, which sounds crazy. And yeah. no one realized that platelets are very intelligent and are like first responders and send signals to call for the other white blood cells. But perhaps the most uh, astounding new information is in the immune system and the brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the uh, research is there. And there we have back and forth Communication from the neurons to the immune cells and back that include uh, findings related to stress, depression, feeling sick, acupuncture, meditation, all kinds of things are in this neuroimmune conversation. Wow.
2: Yeah. So here's just something very basic um, because we talk about the immune system all of the time. Um, Look, if it's an organ, we can point to it. You know, there's a heart. You know, there's a spleen. There are the lungs, that kind of a thing. When we talk about the immune system, you can't really point to it. I mean, where is it? (laughs) Well, it's a... um
3: it's a hierarchy of cells with the master cell being the T cell. I have a chapter on the T cell. and mm-hmm. The T cells are educated in certain in the thymus and other places, but then they become uh, full uh, masters wandering through the body, communicating and directing an army of uh, hundreds of other kinds of cells. Uh, each type is called at, at different times. Um, so... The immune system, uh, uh, there's a lot about T-cells today. People read about T-cells, but it's remarkable uh, how they can travel through the body and tell uh, each uh, situation exactly what what should happen and call the right kinds of cells for this infection or this virus or this uh, trauma. Um, They have trouble with cancer. They're not as good mm-hmm. because cancer is very slow and complicated and has multiple different subcategories of mutations. So they're, they're more into um, a fast battle of with it with an infection, which is why the recent science of treating cancer in, in medicine is altering these T-cells and taking advantage of the natural conversation that goes on between the cancer and the T-cell, but making them better Fighters for this particular uh, type of cancer.
4: Mm. Yeah.
1: So if, if they're not that great at cancer, are they not good at disease in general, but better just in fighting, say, infections? Are they good at viruses and bacteria? They're
3: not good at things that take a very long time. Mm. So I see. they're good if an infection is going to be over Fairly soon, Mm -hmm. but if it drags on for various reasons, then um, they can actually cause harm. They can attack uh, the body, which is multiple sclerosis, for example. You know, autoimmune diseases are when the situation goes awry and the T cell doesn't realize uh, who, you know, who is who are the good guys and who are the who the, the cells that they should be attacking.
2: Wow yeah yeah and and that's a differentiation that they do pretty well with when it comes to bacteria, um, particularly well, it's, at, it's say, remarkable
3: yeah. how yeah. they go through the body and deal with so many situations I mean, just in the gut, for example, um, we're eating you know you know millions of different chemicals when you break down food mm-hmm. and we're putting in all these chemicals that uh, you know, nature has never seen before we're 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 synthesizing chemicals and putting them in food and then the t-cell interacts with this chemical and has to decide whether to attack or whether to let it go and what happens Mm -hmm. is um there's a constant conversation in the gut between the the gut cell which is an extremely intelligent cell because it's sitting there with trillions of microbes and the immune cells and it's trying to create friends with the good microbes to protect them against the attacking microbes, and they have to teach the the T cells uh, which particles to attack and which not to attack and this mm-hmm. goes on all day long, so it, without this constant uh, communication from the gut lining cells the t-cells and the microbes involved in this conversation the microbes help train the immune uh the the good microbes that the gut cell has brought to the lining which help with making vitamins and digestion they help educate the t-cell when to attack and when not to attack
2: yeah great and and, you know that kind of observation that there must be a conversation you know, really, I, I love how you take us through that in the book, you know, level by level, <laughs> you know, c- different cellular reactions and functions, uh, uh, you know, are throughout the book. Well, hold on, folks. We're going to run off to a break here, but we're going to return with Dr. John Leaf to learn more about the secret language of cells.
1: If you're like us you really appreciate companies that are sustainable, caring, and conscious. This describes Aloha Bay, a company not only guaranteed by the World Fair Trade Organization, but also donates a portion of their sales to Doctors Without Borders and other great causes. Some of the amazing products made by Aloha Bay include Himalayan salt table and bath products, chakra candles, Himalayan salt lamps, feng shui votives and much more a majority of the jar candles are hand poured into recycled glass scented with 100 percent pure essential oils mini certified organic aloha bay is an employee owned company whose products are not only affordable but beautiful and deliciously scented to learn more and order their amazing products visit alohabay.com that's alohabay.com
5: Our bodies depend on a potent powerhouse of beneficial bacteria that support and improve every aspect of our health. Dr. O'Hara's formula encourages probiotics to function at their peak performance.
0: giving you a better workout then you'll be amazed on how power ph relieves soreness the next day so you feel inspired to continue your exercise program into the year instead of giving up after a few attempts power ph was clinically tested by competitive athletes who found both their performance and recovery greatly enhanced if power ph with BioPH works for them it will work for you too granted unique dietary ingredient status by the fda
7: Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at
5: 866-998-8855. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA.
2: Hey, welcome back. You are listening to Conscious Talk and as we've promised for 20 years it is radio that makes a difference Mm -hmm. and the difference is you know there's a lot of new thought out there there's so much to learn we bring you people who are doing that work learning for themselves and then passing it on to the rest of us and today's special guest is Dr. John Leaf he is an MD he wrote an incredible book um you know, that came out of his many years of research. It's called The Secret Language of Cells. And it's about biological conversations and what they tell us about the brain body connection, the future of medicine, and life itself. Now, you know, we're talking about the communication part first before we get to the larger future of medicine questions.
1: So to learn more about Dr. Leaf, you can go to John, J O N Leaf, L I E F md.com, Johnleafmd.com. So, Dr. That's Leaf. Two
3: Fs. Two Fs. Yeah. Two F's. Oh, two Fs. L-L-I-E-F-F. No one ever spells my name right. That's the problem. Yeah, well,
1: okay. <laughs> You're right. My mistake. Two Fs. No, no. All right. So, Dr. Leaf, I have a question. may seem kind of out of context, but I don't think so. So you said that in diseases and things that go on the body that last a long time, um, the T cells which are really responsible for the immune system aren't very helpful because of the process that takes place so for those listeners out there that are dealing with cancer diabetes um, autoimmune diseases that type of thing what can they expect then how can they get how can their bodies help them or how can they help their bodies to help them
3: well, Yes, this is a global question of how our behavior can influence the activity of the cells. Mm -hmm. And clearly, um, cells have to uh, have energy. Cells have to uh, clean out uh, any uh, problem molecules that they run Mm -hmm. into. They Mm -hmm. have to um, have a source of constant energy. And so the things we do in our lives can have a dramatic effect. Uh, so obviously, I'm sure you've talked many times about food, but food is very, very important because if we eat chemicals uh, or processed food, uh, then the cells have to work to remove these chemicals, mm-hmm. and it creates uh, havoc, and uh, they therefore aren't – um paying attention to the natural healing, uh, which goes on. Let me, can I throw in one thing about healing? Um, yeah sure. that's, that's a little uh, far out. Um, so the, when we feel sick, the T cells, uh, this, this is this conversation with the brain and the immune cells. So the T cells, when we feel sick, send a signal to the brain and says, uh, we're sick now. We, we need to have the sick feeling. And so the brain produces the sick feeling of body aches and feeling uh, feverish. And in order for us to lie down and stop working and heal, um, and so this is a clear message, uh, and it's only the T cell can tell the brain when to stop the sick feeling. Uh, it's uh, when they're better, they send, when we're feeling better, they send, uh, not feeling better, but when the infection is gone, they, they, send to, to the neuron. Now, another signal, um, the way memory works is we make new cells in the memory center of the brain. It's the T cells that send signals to these, uh, stem cells in the brain to make new cells. Now, when we're stressed, um, they say make more cells, so the memory gets better when it's, it's acute stress. But if the stress goes on for a long time, it uh, becomes a problem, and the signals are do the opposite, make less and less memory cells, and so we get into a brain fog. And the same thing happens with depression. So with depression, there are less uh, memory cells, and this is occurring because of a communication between the immune system cells and the uh, and 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 the brain cells but um so so this communication needs to have smooth functioning cells so, so things we can do obviously is, is uh, eating properly uh, exercise seems to be a remarkable uh... thing in that it does stimulate more of these uh... memory cells uh, i'm not sure people are beginning to realize how important sleep is but mm-hmm. one of the reasons sleep is important not just because it consolidates memory and learning but at night, the neurons shrink in half, and a special uh, cleaning process occurs where the fluid in the brain flows much more strongly between the neurons, and it clears out uh, garbage and clump. These are clumps of proteins that form dementia and that form uh, neurological diseases. So. Uh, it- during the sleep it 's necessary to sleep in order to have this special cleaning. Now, there are multiple types of cleaning that go on, but this is a very significant one um, that 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 goes on. Uh, the other thing that is found now is, is that the things we think about, what we focus on, which i 'm sure mm-hmm. everyone you know who right. talks about conscious behavior and meditation right. knows this spiritual people know this but th- there 's actually a science that shows that. Um, there's a thing called neuroplasticity where the brain becomes uh, stronger, more able to function. And um, the, the best neuroplasticity is brain-wide neuroplasticity that involves um, changes in synapses throughout the brain. And this occurs only when we're doing um, meaningful activity that includes many things at once. So it it has to include um, motivation, attention, movement, uh, creativity, hard work, Um, and when this kind of activity occurs there are changes that occur in the synapses throughout the brain. And um, so that Sort of explains some of the positive thinking uh, healing that that goes on you know uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, some of the imagery healing that goes on uh, is explained through this um, brain wide uh, neuroplasticity um, yeah. the other uh, just to throw in something uh, that's important it's not uh, is the way new memories occur are that these new brain cells are and uh, are made in the memory centers in the hippocampus, and what happens is when we re-remember something, it's not like it's the same memory; it's a new memory. We take the old memory, mm-hmm. we add something to it. Mm-hmm. We could add to it uh, negativity, more negativity. We could add fearfulness and whatever, and then it's reconsolidated, and of course, sleep makes it stronger, the memory. So instead of of allowing uh, to to consciously re-remember painful events and add to it, for example, positive events that have occurred, uh, feelings of love from friends and family, feelings of self-worth, and then we re-remember the painful event with this added dimension, and it slightly lessens the painful event, and this can happen many times. Uh, so this re-remembering, uh, using the the, the natural uh, reconsolidation of memory that's occurring with these new brain cells, is another you know important uh, aspect.
2: Yeah, and, and you know something that just connecting some dots <clears throat> for our listeners, uh, I suppose you could say conversely, um, adding negative uh, thoughts and quote emotions. Having an emotional response um, would do the opposite. It would build up, uh, perhaps build that up so that it might become what we would call an emotional block, which would have a could have a physiological effect, which might cause pain or something like that. Because yes, we've removed we've removed pain from people just by. You know, getting to those emotional blocks and 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 releasing that energy. Yeah, that energy. And, you know, they're amazed because they don't really remember the first incident that started this whole thing. Does that make
3: sense? Well, the conscious, consciously using the mind builds these circuits. Mm -hmm. Whereas if we either just allow random events to control the mind and a lot of its negativity we can create negative circuits or if we consciously create negative circuits uh, we can do that but but it's definitely uh, true that the way we use our mind will actually grow the brain so for example mm-hmm. I, uh, I have an article on my website um, people think elderly people you know their brains aren't as good and I show how this is completely false um, the elderly people who have used their brain have actually much better neuroplasticity of right to left sided brain they use the frontal lobes more they 've built mm-hmm. all kinds of circuits uh, that are you know translated as wisdom and knowledge they have mm-hmm. better pattern reception the only natural things that occur in the elderly brain is there's word finding goes down a little bit so
1: uh-huh.
3: uh, you know oh I just what's that word you know you snap yeah. your finger uh, been it. there <laughs> that, <Yeah. laughs> that, that that occurs but the the compensation through these all others is vastly superior so the mm. notion that you know you know, you're, after 30 or 40, your brain deteriorates is completely wrong. It's, yeah. it's all based upon how you use it. And if you're using your brain in creative uh, activities and particularly meaningful activities—that has mm-hmm. the greatest impact mm-hmm. on these
2: neuro- on these wide circuits.
3: Wow! You
1: well, that's build
2: a better brain.
1: Yeah, yeah that's really that's good.
2: great information and hopeful information mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Well, folks, hold on—we're going to run off to another break, but we're here with Dr. John Leaf talking about the secret language of cells. His website: John Leaf, L-I-E-F-F-M-D. And
1: it's John J-O-N. We'll be right back. For most
0: of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut or how many protein meals you eat. The shocking truth is it's not your fault. Science discovered that the alkalizing mineral salts our bodies need are no longer found in our food Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven PowerPH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com.
1: If you're like us, you really appreciate companies that are sustainable, caring, and conscious. This describes Aloha Bay, a company not only guaranteed by the World Fair Trade Organization, but also donates a portion of their sales to Doctors Without Borders and other great causes. Some of the amazing products made by Aloha Bay include Himalayan salt table and bath products, chakra candles, Himalayan salt lamps, feng shui votives, and much more. A majority of the jar candles are hand poured into recycled glass, scented with 100% pure essential oils, many certified organic. Aloha Bay is an employee owned company whose products are not only affordable, but beautiful and deliciously scented. To learn more and order their amazing products, visit AlohaBay.com. That's AlohaBay.com.
0: Conscious Talk Radio or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing.
1: Or call 360-385-1909. That's 360-385-1909 for all the information you need on the Avison medical device.
5: Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150.
1: Hey, welcome back, folks. And really happy to have you here joining us and being part of our Conscious Talk family. um, Waking up. Learning, growing, stretching, expanding, expanding your consciousness, illuminating your mind, opening your heart, all those things that we talk about on the show and have for the past 20 years, and we do our very, very best to bring you guests that are doing this very important work on themselves and for others, so that we can all awaken and have a peaceful, much more expanded, I feel, um, consciousness in the world, which is, I feel, really needed (laughs) right now in particular. And we are talking today with Dr. John Leaf, and the book is The Secret Language of Cells. And Dr. Leaf, I want to ask a question about, we've been talking about the immune system, I want to ask a question about the immune suppressing drugs. Are they possibly dangerous because they interfere with cellular communication?
3: Well, as we learn more science and the the tools to study cells and image this stuff is uh, increased, we realize how little we know about anything and how complicated it is. I mean, cells are like brains. They have their own complicated networks of of molecules uh, that are just as complicated as a brain. Mm -hmm. So anything you do with powerful drugs in in medicine, it's a double-edged sword. You have positive things that happen and you have negative things that happen, and Mm -hmm. it's a risk-benefit analysis based on the state of knowledge for the particular disease. And versus, uh, uh, you know, using a powerful drug. I mean, of course, an immunosuppressant has wide-ranging effects that uh, can be uh, negative, but you may need to have it because it depends upon the situation. You know, after a transplant, for example, you would definitely want immunosuppressive drugs or you'll lose the transplant probably. Right. Um, you know, it depends on the situation, really. there are Diseases are so complicated today. I mean, this is the, one of the points in my uh, book, is that it's not that you can just say, I'm talking about the kidney anymore. You have to realize that there's wide-ranging conversations throughout the body. For any situation, and therefore it 's much more complicated than it used to be, but at least we know where to look for future treatments, which would be in these conversations that you find happening between unlikely cells like the mm-hmm. like the uh, the platelets and the uh, capillary mm-hmm. cells and uh, things that you wouldn 't think would influence uh, you know an organ so yeah. you know it, it 's a risk benefit for this specific disease entity that is occurring, and it has to be done very carefully.
4: Yes. Yeah,
2: Yeah, you know, I think one of the things that really fascinated me about your book, and I learned so much, uh, especially in areas that were unexpected, like you were mentioning, how... cells and capillary cells that have functions that we had no idea. <laughs> you know, who thinks about that, you know? Right. But but here's the thing, um, you know, we're used to when it comes to brain, uh, uh, it comes to our brain and communication with the body, we're always thinking about nerves and, and our, and nervous, our nervous, system. nervous system. Yeah. And what was interesting was that obviously that's a hardwired system, so to speak. But you also talk about um, a wireless system that we have now can you explain that a little bit and and we will we don't have a lot of time we can go into well, let the me next throw segment in yeah. uh, this ac- acupuncture because it's interesting right. so uh, no
3: one knew how acupuncture works you would think it would have something to do with an energy flow somewhere which right. would be logically a blood vessel or a nerve But what they found is you you use an acupuncture needle and you study what happens, so you do it in the wrist, and then it affects the kidney. Well, how can that happen without a nerve being there? Well, what happens is that the stimulation in the tissue goes to a T-cell. The T-cell then moves closer to a nerve and sends signals to the nerve, and then the nerve relays it through the nervous system to the uh, kidney. Now that's just one example of a, mm-hmm. of a, of a conversation involving a T-cell and the brain, but there are conversations involving c- capillary cells, T-cells, even microbes and the mm-hmm. brain in ways that it's just mind-boggling really. That, mm-hmm. that, and a lot of the pain syndromes are very, very complicated circuits that involve a lot of different kinds of, 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 um,
2: of cells. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's an amazing, uh, you know, we're such an intricate piece of machinery. I was just going to say if you don't <laughs> yeah.
1: believe that we were created by a higher intelligence, I don't know what planet you're living well, on. Well, yeah,
2: or <laughs> more mil- add some more tens of millions of years of evolution. If yeah, you whatever, look at that. but wow. It's so complicated
1: yeah, Oh my genius. goodness.
2: Unbelievable.
3: And, and,
1: and, and so amazing.
2: I mean, you look at the ATP mechanism, it's just and the photosynthesis mechanism. These Well, just hold on. Dr. Leaf because we're going to run off to a quick break but we've got more time with you we're here with Dr. John Leaf talking about the secret language of cells so hang on folks.
6: Today more than ever new technology is being created to help humankind but few address subtle energy which is the energy of life
5: Organic, free range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey,
2: welcome back, everyone. And you're still with us. Uh, I hope you're as engrossed as we are w- in this conversation with Dr. John Leaf. His book is really wonderful. Um, even for the layman, there's a lot of technical things in there, but it's understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called The Secret Language of Cells. And you know, this connects so many dots that we've been talking about in the realm of consciousness.
1: So, Dr. Leith, I brought up that if you don't believe in God or a higher intelligence created the body because the body is, number one, so incredibly complicated, but so incredibly <laughs> magnificent, yeah, right. too. Um, it, it's, it is mind-boggling.
3: After I wrote the book, I sort of focused, I've been focusing on certain, some of these Truly imponderable areas <laughs> of mm-hmm. physiology, uh, photosynthesis being one, and the creation of ATP, which is the central molecule of energy. But also, very bizarrely, it happens to be the basis of DNA as well. So people don't mm. th- realize that, it or uh, that the actual molecule uh, that is the energy particle. <laughs> Is also the information particle of the universe, you know, of, of everything that's occurring. And I've been trying to make sense. And you really have to uh, go beyond chemistry into uh, physics to uh, try to make sense of it. And I guess we don't have the knowledge yet. We don't have the data to to fully understand these things. Um, but the the machinery of the ATP. Um, the enzyme that makes a t p is it's mind boggling i mean it's like you know thousands of interrelated molecules that then transmit electrons you know, through unknown tunneling quantum effects through them to various places create a a proton uh pump uh and then and then and then they Create a piston that actually creates the ATP out of a piston. It, it's wow. just so astounding. I, I, I've, I've written about how bacteria build secretory systems. These are like right. um, they're like spaceships. They're mm-hmm. like uh, syringes. They they're involve, you, a know, hundred proteins put together and they work as a machine. How can a cell do that? So yeah. the cell has to, is like a brain. But instead of the neurons being the network of the functioning of the brain and all the cells, as I show in the book, uh, the cell has an equally complicated brain, but these are molecules, and it has the same kind of interacting pathways, Um, so probably at every level you look at you know, then there's human society up here, and then there's the organs here, and then there's the next level of these cell brains, and then beneath that are the, are the molecule brains. So it seems like there's intelligence, uh, you know, everywhere, up and down, throughout all yeah. the... Uh, and, and,
1: yeah, and and speaking of intelligence of the cells, are you talking about consciousness?
3: Well... Since we don't know what consciousness is, is. there's no (laughs) definition. There's no scientific definition of of intelligence, consciousness, any of this. It's all just, uh, you know, scientists have no way to deal with the word consciousness. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what first got me looking outside of the human brain, technically, for where the mind was, because there's no place in the brain for subjective experience. Right. Yeah. this a uh, combined subjective experience that we experience. So does it start with a molecule? Is there consciousness in a molecule that then becomes a larger consciousness in a cell that then becomes a larger consciousness in an organ? It's perfectly mm-hmm. logical. I can't yeah. you know, we don't know enough to show how that works. Right. But certainly these small I mean, the last chapter is about mTOR, it's about uh, one of the most complicated enzymes, and it shows that this enzyme is functioning like a cell, by itself. So you, the same kind of signaling, complicated signaling that goes on um, everywhere in the body is also happening with, with one molecule, and there are many like that. So. Uh, the same complexity of communication, I think, we'll, we, we'll find in molecules as well. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So
1: is this, has this really given you a, a new respect for the body?
3: Well, I my mind was blown as I did more and more <laughs> research. What I would do right. is I would take these highly technical review articles that no one could understand and just translate them into English week after week after week. And I did that for 10 years on my website and then... It just became apparent that I had enough material to show that everything at the cellular level is based upon intelligent signaling and talking.
2: Yeah, Yeah. it's like, well, we're into reverse engineering um, still uh, to some extent, but in a practical way, um, how we work with this idea is, Uh, working with our clients from the point of view of uh, being an observer, you know, who is or what is, uh, you know, creating all of this because you don't really, you're not in, you don't live in your brain. I mean, there's something, uh, you can visualize the center of your brain, you could create an office in there and work from there, but, but, you know, if you visualize yourself standing in your brain. Who's doing the visualizing? You know, it's one of those imponderables. Mm -hmm. But when you allow somebody to have an experience like that and ask that question, it can change a lot of things in their lives. And, you know, that's one consciousness experiment without knowing what consciousness is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Does that make sense? in a layman's way. We we know
3: what consciousness is. I'm saying scientists don't know what
2: consciousness is. Yeah, 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 (laughs) exactly. Yeah, I get you.
3: We know what consciousness is. Everyone knows what a consciousness is, and they know what a conscious act is. Uh, It's just Mm -hmm. that scientists have no clue. Because yes, right right that's it it doesn't fit, right doesn't fit uh, their
1: paradigm yeah
3: right. yes yeah
1: so um i want to let everyone know you can reach john at john j-o-n leaf l-i-e-f-f md.com or on his twitter feed which he posts a lot of articles and it's at john leaf md that's at john leaf md so dr leaf um let's we're going to wrap it up here. We've only got a couple minutes left. What are some of the conclusions you've reached?
3: There is intelligence throughout nature mm-hmm. that the mind exists in not only cells but molecules. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, on a personal level, the more mm-hmm. people tap into this intelligent level of Of the universe through meditation through spiritual practices i mean i have to believe the more they're able to uh, cleanse their cells and Mm -hmm. uh, do healing Uh, uh, but i have stayed scientific i've i've only i'm only including stuff that's in science magazine and nature mag you know stuff that's in the top scientific journals which is light years behind healers, in, mm-hmm. in many ways. But uh, I've been committed to finding information in science that, uh, that undercuts this uh, reductionism, the, uh, the materialism that, right. uh, that is prominent everywhere in science. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to do it within science, as opposed mm-hmm. to uh, you know using the actual data of science to show, that uh, the materialistic reductionism cannot explain it.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's brilliant that you stayed within science to explain it instead of getting out of science um, to explain it. Um, maybe explaining it the way you have and in your book, in your articles, in your study, you can wake up a few scientists. Yeah. Perhaps. Well,
2: but also, um, y- you know, you've gone a Science has gone really far. Oh yeah, they've uh, you know, come a in, long way in pondering the imponderable, as it were. Um,
1: because it, I was fascinated.
2: You know, every day. I mean, I yeah, go out doing my homework, trying to capture what Absolutely.
1: happened today. Absolutely.
2: You know.
3: Yeah. And, uh,
1: Absolutely. Right. Uh, it well, blew
2: my g- mind when you talked about the interior of cells, and we don't have time, but maybe. Another day, because this is a fascinating conversation. Um, We want to remind everybody, it's uh, johnleafmd.com, that's J-O-N-L-I-E-F-F-M-D.com is the website. And on Twitter, um, where where he really has great articles and conversations, it's at johnleafmd.com. MD
1: And the book is The Secret Language of Your cells. Of, what, cells, of Cells, What Biological Conversations Tell Us About the Brain-Body Connection, The Future of Medicine, and Life Itself. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Leaf, for doing this well, thank work. Thank you. It's been a tremendous commun- pleasure to talk with you. Well, it's been a pleasure for us, too. And thank you, folks, for showing up and being present. Have a beautiful day, and we'll see all of you next time right here on Conscious Talk. If you're ready to move forward and heal the whole of you, give us a call at 360-385-1909. That's 360-385-1909.
0: Conscious Talk,
7: radio that lights the way.